Hey, you're listening to Soul Psych with Shlomi Balsam and Ephraim Stauber. Right. So, how does this relate to Hashem? Okay. Right. What's our conditioning with Hashem? That's the really question. Why don't we trust Hashem? So, my my suggestion is based on this. Well, if our interactions, if our experiences with Hashem was like it is with cars, mm-hmm. in other words, good. We don't get into car accidents, right? I mean, yeah. I broke Hashem, haven't been in one, right? That I can remember, right? Yeah, no. So if that would be my, then I would trust Hashem effortlessly, right? If I don't trust Hashem, it's because I guess my experience is like a mixed bag. Hashem doesn't, doesn't take care of me the way I want him to. You can't say Hashem paid you late. I'm not allowed to say that. Yeah. Right? So first of all, yeah, uh, maybe what I'm saying is dangerous stuff and I hope I don't bolt of lighting doesn't come and hit me but I want to be very I hope it's okay if I be very real with you in these conversations oh yeah I want to get authentic and real and down and dirty and say here's what I think is going on our experience with Hashem is a mixed bag because we don't feel Hashem taking care of us now I see you're you're furrowing your brow and let me explain I guess I guess I explain before you throw me off the roof here um, what if I feel like this person needs a shidduch and doesn't get a shidduch? What if a pres- I think that this person, this young person didn't, why does this person deserve to die? How come this innocent person is suffering so much? How much, there's so much evil in the world. It's hard for me to see Hashem taking care of the world, taking care of us, taking care of the Jewish people. So I could tell myself all the things in my brain, right. but I'm experiencing that Hashem is not taking care of, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm able to say these words, but you know what? What I'm experiencing is- A car accident. A car accident. Hashem didn't take care of those nice people. And they just died, right? So that's why we don't trust Hashem, because this is the bad news. Before we get to the good news, yeah. here's the bad news. The bad news is that our experience with Hashem has enough negative in it. He didn't pay us on time, enough times for us not to trust him uh, automatically, right? That's the bad news. Right. Okay, but here's the good news. At least from our cubicle, we've been experiencing. Oh, bingo, yeah. that's, that's what it is, from our cubicle. In other words, what are we paying attention to? We're usually paying attention to the stuff that we don't have and that we need. Like, in the, I don't have a shidduch, I don't have money, I don't have health. So Hashem, I need betachem, you know, that's where betachem comes in. But we all know already that we're ingrates. We don't appreciate, you know, the whole gratitude movement is like, we don't appreciate that we have eyes and that we have mouth. We don't feel that way every moment. Like when you make birchas hashachar yeah. and you say, I'm really an Iver, I'm blind. Hashem like, wow. Imagine if we did that every morning. We like enjoyed our eyes. We, we did pokechivrim, right? We're like, Why don't we? That's a, but we're supposed to. That's, that's what the brach is, right? Yeah. This is part of the Betachan boot camp thing that I did is where you actually do that. And it's part of, I think, what Chazal wants us to do. Yeah. We don't have eyesight. We're still Ivrim. According to Chazal, we're still Ivrim. And Hashem is Pokeach Ivrim. Right. So imagine viewing yourself. That's funny. Viewing yourself as an Iver, right? I'm a blind person. I don't know how to see. I don't have... And Hashem, like, please give me the gift of sight. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Like, that would... If you, it's a scary exercise to do, by the way, to really pretend that you're blind. Close your eyes, see black, and spend 30 seconds imagining that you're blind. It's really scary. I try walking down the street. Don't. <laughs> no, no, it, yeah, you're it's terrifying. It's immediately hurt. terrifying. Like, yeah. I don't know where my next step's taking me. Yeah, yeah. Well, first ride in your chair. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. 
And same thing with Zokif Kfufim and Malba Sharumim and all those things, right? So what I, what I want to talk about here is let's take gratitude to the next level, okay? The fact that we don't have gratitude, well, is bad enough, but we're the biggest losers because if we would be uh, experiencing gratitude, what, we, what, what, our, what our life experience, what our Hashem experience, our interaction with Hashem would be 99.999999 good and a tiny, tiny percentage bad. The reason why our ratio of interaction with Hashem is negative is because we don't have gratitude for everything that He is doing for us and we are disproportionately paying attention to what He's not doing for us. So our experience is kind of negative. We just live in that 1%? We live in that, yeah, we live in the negative too much. Well, I don't know how much the percentages are, but okay, it's yeah. a disproportionate amount of attention we're giving to what mm -hmm. he's not doing for me the way I need him to do it for me. But if we would just be realistic, in other words, when I say realistic, I mean, like, imagine paying attention to your knees and your ankles and all the parts of you that don't hurt. Like, Hashem is doing, like, bajillions of things for us. You know, like, you know, like, I just had an example this week where my neighbor left their fridge outside and all the meat spoiled. Like, oh. Our whole building was smelling. I, like, we couldn't live because the building smelled so bad. Huh. And I was really, I didn't even realize that that could mess us up. <laughs> my neighbor's fridge. Yeah. You know how many things have to be working for my life to be livable? That's usually working completely. I don't, I'm not usually grateful for my neighbor's fridge not defrosting. I wouldn't have thought of that. Right. But all that has to happen is one little thing goes off and like, we are dependent. There's a war in Ukraine, there's a corona in China. There's the, the smallest thing, suddenly nothing works. They're so fragile. Yeah, right? Now imagine if we could get even a little better at appreciating life. So our experience with Hashem would be more realistic and then the negative experiences would go where they belong, a point, point zero, 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 zero percent. Yeah. That's the purpose of the Hashem Lodging story. I say to my kids, hey, tell me something that happened this week that you were really stressed out about that worked out for you at the end. No, the stuff don't work out, but tell me something. Weird. And I kind of redo it like in a, in a, you know, like in a kind of like a therapy kind of way, like, like raise the affect, like go into, oh my gosh, it's usually about a test that they didn't yeah. study for, you know, it's usually kind of come, like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about this test. Like, okay, we'll talk about your study habits later. Like, you know, they yeah. have to like not get distracted. <laughs> so, you know, I stole my brother's ice cream and he was about to catch me. You know, like, okay, was it? we'll have to talk about that part. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, I think they use it a little bit to get away. That's where they tell me stuff. Right? They don't want it. They know they won't get in trouble because it's like, and then I heard about it. So I got, I got an F on my report card, okay? And I was really worried that you would kill me daddy you know like, <laughs> and then and right, i'm good right exactly exactly so but the way it works is all like okay so you, so so what happened oh my god i didn't study for the test and and the teacher said if you get one more bad mark i'm gonna you know then your dad's gonna kill you you know all of that right yeah and then i come to school and that teacher didn't come to school that day because you know whatever ah right so how ah. so how did it feel when you were really stressed out and how did it feel when it was that really wasn't that nice. Yeah. Who gave you that feeling? Well, Hashem, you know, does everything. So he made that work out for you, right? Why did he do that for you? Well, well, he loves me, right? Yeah, because he loves you. Isn't it nice to know that Hashem loves you and he gave you, he gets it. He gets, he wants you to have that relief feeling when your teacher doesn't come to, he did that for you. Nice. And you just enjoy that. Then you have a relationship with Hashem. 
That that's purely uh, feeling. That's emotional. That's, that's not it. logical. That's a. Uh, that, that's the it. point. That's the point. It's an experiential thing. Right. You already know the logic. We talked about that in Hashkafish here. Mm-hmm. But that's not where people struggle. They struggle with this young lady saying, "I have anxiety." I have. So look, what I want to answer, which I can't really respond in an email, well, maybe we could just send her this, this <laughs> podcast, right? Which is like, you need to develop a relationship with Hashem outside the problems that you have. But I don't think I can help you with within the problem with the, with the lady, with the daughter, with seminaries. Like, I hear that you need this thing, but to the extent that this is taking over your life, you can't build a relationship around a, a problem. I do that in couples counseling. And a couple comes in and conflict management, you know, is not the basis of a marriage. Mm. You know, marriage are not, <laughs> is not built on dif- difficult conversations. You have to have, you know, love. <laughs> you, know, you have to have good times. You know, people don't get married because they want shalom bias. We nice. need shalom. We need shalom with our na- with our enemies. Right. We need shalom with the Arabs. Yeah. You don't need shalom with your spouse. You get married because you're hoping for wonderful things. You know, for example, love. You know, yeah. connection. I asked the client this week. I said, like, he's preparing for marriage. You know, and I said, like, when you when you think of marriage, what do you think? He said, fighting. Oh my god! Oh my god! Right? Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. That's gonna happen. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's that's not. That's but that's always experienced also. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But, but he's actually he's actually seen that one percent. He's seen that. Wow. Yeah, have you ever seen the? There's a, a professor that comes into class and he has a big white board, and he draws a little black dot in the middle, and he says, "Kids, what do you see?" Right. 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 For sure. We all we see the black dot. Right. And what you're saying is that by focusing, it doesn't. It's not hard. It's not hard to come up with these, you know, thank you Hashem, Baruch Hashem, you know, these stories. What do you call them? Hashem loves me Hashem stories. Loves me stories. It's like five seconds you'll come up with one. And I always get that guest who says, "Live in the white." Yeah, <laughs> there's always like that guest who's new at the Shabbos table who says, yeah. "Like, gets annoyed by this." <laughs> Hashem loves me story. You know, well, I'll tell you a different story. Then I have to explain to him, we're not here to prove. Hashem loves us. That's not the purpose of these stories. Yeah. We already know that because, you know, I asked him, do you know that outside? Well, yeah, he knows, he knows that. So we're here just to pay attention to it. Nice. Right? We know, basically, we know we're good. We're I tried good. to say this to my mom once when mm-hmm. I got like a 62 on a test. I was like, could you pay attention to the ones I got right? It's like, yeah. more than half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got 62 of them right. Uh, <laughs> nah. It didn't work. You should have okay. tried it Friday night by the by the thank you Hashem's. That's uh well, right, yeah, um, yeah. So you, what do you think? Is it a useful perspective? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's really just perspective, right? It's living in that perspective. Yeah, it, it's right. It's it's uh, it's the, it's perspective, but perspective is the beginning. What's useful? What I think about is useful about it is to it's like exercises. It's uh, to put your attention. Um, and the, and the, uh, yeah, to pay attention to the white, yeah. to pay attention to all... The love, build, the reason why we got married. Yeah, to, to build a relationship with Hashem outside the problems. And then the problems have a way of dissipating because you put them in context. Right. If you focus on the problem, you focus on the black dot. I love your example. Yeah. If you focus just on the black dot, it gets bigger and bigger. Mm. You know what it's like? It's like the teenager with the, with the, with the black head, you know, the pimple. Like yeah, the acne, yeah, uh, the acne yeah, right. So yes, you have one pimple, one black hair <laughs> pimple, right? And he's like, oh my gosh, we're going to this chasana, you know, and I've got this, and he's looking in the mirror and he's got this like ugly pimple. And he looks in the mirror, all he sees is that pimple. Yeah. He's like, I'm a pimple walking <laughs> on my shoulder. <laughs> on my shoulder is just like a pimple. Like, that's so, all. Am I going to be a pimple or am I wearing makeup tonight? Like yeah. those are my two options. <laughs> that's, it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Like they just see the pimple and because it actually gets bigger, um, 
that's a, one of those psychological concepts that you know where they have the way they say it is where where attention goes energy flows so where you're when you put your attention your whole energy goes there and actually it seems larger for you i learned this once in a maybe i shouldn't admit this but in a motorcycling uh um class sure is it okay if i say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we took a driver's ed meet a bunch of other guys in lakewood we on fridays we went to this guy who taught us uh, we got a motorcycle license from the state of New Jersey. Nice. And this guy, Mike, who had a handlebar mustache, he's a really cool dude. And <laughs> he he taught us about when you're riding a bike, uh, that's what he called motorcycles bikes. bikes. It was very cool. When you're riding your bike, okay, so you have to, when you're like turning, okay, so where should you look? So don't look, you go wherever you look. So if wow. you look at the floor, you're gonna go down on the floor. He says, I want you to look outside the turn. So if you've got this, we had to practice that. Don't look at the place right in front of you. Look at the exit of your turn. The destination out there. Yeah, at the exit point of the turn. Wow. And then your body will naturally take you there. But if you look, or another example, if you've got two rocks mm -hmm. and you want to go between the rocks. Yeah. So people have a tendency of looking at the rocks. Uh -huh. Oh, I don't want to hit the rock. I don't want to hit the rock. Then you hit the rock. Yeah. What you got to do is look at the space between the rock. Which bigger. takes control. And then your body will, your subconscious mechanism will guide you through. Effortlessly. Into Effortlessly. That's amazing. Right? So where attention goes, energy flows. And the same thing is with uh, Betachan. Here we are using psychology with Betachan, right? So if yeah. you pay attention to the gratitude, to the relationship with Hashem outside the problem, then that becomes bigger. Yeah. And then the problem's going to gonna go, go into perspective. But if you're just looking at the problem, like, I don't, yeah, I, that, that, I don't know how to help you. Like, that, that's what I want to say about that. As far as validation, if we're going to do, if, if we're really going to pull in psychology, we have to have some validation. The, 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 the email is, like, people see the black dot. That, <laughs> that is human nature. And what yes. you're discussing here is going against that. Yes. Really going against so the grain. So if this would be a counseling session, yeah. we'd have to, like, probably spend a few weeks uh, letting the person know that we get it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're not going to be ready to hear this message. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, you don't understand the pain that I'm in. So it's no, true. No, the like, black dot is real. It's there. Right. Like, like bad things do happen. Car accidents happen. Like crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, and yeah, like that, I'm happy that you're mentioning this because yeah, that has to be respected and validated and empathized with. And you, like, yeah. And when I'm stuck in my stuff, you know, I'm talking fancy stuff. Yeah, when you're stuck, you're stuck. You can't, it's hard. You just can't get out of it. Yeah. At the same time, we have to know this. The way we do get, and I, I would look at real relationships for an example, for a model of this. When you get mad, I mean, I heard someone, I was talking to a client today who said like, I hate her. <laughs> he said those words. Okay, he was, he was really thinking about how much pain she causes him. Right. I don't know if I say who she is, right? How much pain she causes him. And in the moment of that pain, he, he just is experiencing hate. Right. Now, while that's going on, I'm not gonna say, oh, well, you know, you should pay attention to all the positives. <laughs> like, that's not gonna happen. It's pretty obvious, no? Out of Leviah, right? Yeah. Yeah. B'Shaz Kaisei, V'al Tanach Me'b'Shaz K'Shamei Se'mut L'Lefanov. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah you know what? As, as we said, it's all on the Teireh. Avad, everything's yeah, in the yeah, Teireh. Yeah. All the Chachma Babayim, of course, the Havdal is in the Teireh, Chachma Satayra. Rav Tzaddik says when someone, this is, uh, depression is when you can't see past, you can't see any white. You're totally, because you said it really hurts. It's, it could be de destroying, demolishing, and everything else disappears. Human nature is, when you fall into depression, there's no other light. 
and he says that's what Bikr Chaylam is. When you go in there and you just expand his world a tiny bit, because once you get a tiny bit out of the bad, out of the hurt, out of the, wow. the tragedy, then then it's endless. It's endless good. I mean, re and com comparatively, there's so much good out there. Okay, so I don't usually say this, but thank you for eavesdropping in our conversation. <laughs> and please eavesdrop some more and click at that place that you need to click. Where on the top, it's on the bottom. You know where it is, man. Do it. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Bye.